0: Afternoon or night everyone, coming to you from the VCG Media Broadcast booth, I'm Verve Coach Gordon and you're listening to Big Picture You, the podcast where wellness practices and concepts meet practical application and real life example. A quick mention of the ping I use for transitions and segues, it is actually tuned to the love frequency, which is a 444, since love is the 11th energy and overarching energy of the Verve. I can tell you much more about that if you reach out to me at gordon at vervecoach.com. And I like to give related tidbits of information like that as a way of connecting dots relative to harmony and well-being. All verve coaching ideas, concepts, and methodologies are most certainly about a well-adjusted lifestyle, wherein wonderful details, information, and energies all merge to create a truly great and empowering Big Picture You, Big Picture Me, and Big Picture Us. As this podcast series continues, we begin to reveal Big Picture Dots as being connected in all kinds of ways. Serious narratives, histories, experience, scholarly pursuits, humor, and of course, interactions surrounding all of these. A big part of what I do is to be a catalyst for greater positive interaction among people in an effort to support and help bring about positive social change and whether through personal or group coaching and training or even through the way i live my life my feeling and approach is this i believe that as we better come to know our own identity and its ever shifting facets we become better adjusted in our lives and within society what happens next is pretty awesome when we learn more about ourselves And grow as human beings, we become more open to learning and accepting the identity of others. Through this, we can bring a greater sense of harmony to all of our groups, organizations, and institutions. And amazingly, all driven by a greater harmony from within ourselves. And you can check out my mission statement and credentials, and of course, the 11 energies of the Verve foundational values at www www.vrvcoach.com. I uh, really encourage you to check out my website. There's a lot of good information there, as well as articles, free infographics, podcast links, newsletter links, and other stuff. And of course, contact links to reach me at the highest possible speed. And thanks so much for listening to the Big Picture You program today. Thanks also for the great comments on Episode 7 it's okay to have fun. And now just kind of a reminder that we can find humor in a lot of places if we open the door, even during challenging times. So give that one a listen. It's a sweet mix of Verve Coaching themes and concepts and real life example. Very cool indeed. Thanks also listeners for the great comments on last episode's theme song, Imaginary Friend. Not just about the lyrical content, but also about how well the song fit the theme of the show. I always appreciate listener feedback, so please reach out to Gordon at VerveCoach.com with questions or even answers for that matter. And here's an odd side note, but it kind of ties in with last episode's theme of having fun. I first scripted that preceding bit as send me your questions. Then I thought, well, of course they're your questions. I mean, it's not like you're going to send someone else's questions, right? So, just poking a little fun as we rock into today's podcast episode number eight, Shattering Boundaries and Breaking Down Barriers, a super challenging life and career transition. Oh yeah, connecting the dots, folks. That's what I do best. In this episode, we're taking a little journey back and then forth, as I talk about my career and life's transition from professional IT manager to the identity and path of Verve Coach Gordon. Remembering, of course, that within my primary identity, as with everyone, there are many facets that are the product of many influencers, internal and external, just as there are many bends and turns in our primary path. This is an absolutely true narrative that I'll be relating to you, and I'll give some real-life examples of this most amazing, sometimes very difficult, and always challenging transition as I return to college later in life and forge the new, wonderful, and super-fulfilling path that I enjoy today, just as I coach others to do the same for their heart-of-hearts lifestyle and mission. As always the presentation of program content is relative to creating and maintaining a great not just good big picture you big picture me and big picture us and all of this is always intended to be about your chosen path to personal positivity and performance of best self i use true stories in my broadcast not to elevate myself but to provide context and real-life examples and to provide you with the tools to navigate challenge while gaining greater harmony.
1: You are listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios.
0: All righty, we're back. You know, folks, even though some of the content may at times be heavy here on the BPY podcast series, our tone is not always heavy, and most times we keep things upbeat here in the VCG Media Broadcast booth as we look at life through various lenses while applying different perspectives. But the main thing is always that we remain respectful in our language and in our actions. Quick word about our theme song today, a song called Field of Gold, and it's off the Beautiful People album soon to be remastered and out on Spotify and Apple Music. I'll talk more about the song a little later, and it's going to play through after the finish of the program for your listening pleasure. Again, all of this juicy, good, and fun stuff on the program is designed to assist you and me in creating a super empowering foundation for an amazing big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. And remember, you can always reach out to me with comments at any time at Gordon at or you can visit my website www.VerveCoach.com to find more details on me and what I do, as well as a contact form. Big Picture You podcast series is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Episodes can also be found at my website, on the media page, and on my YouTube channel, Verve Coach Gordon. Okay, a couple of little things first here. And one is that this is my story and path, thoughts, and opinions. However well-informed my thoughts and opinions may be, you may or may not agree, and that is totally cool. Reach out and let me know how you feel. Here at the Big Picture You Broadcast program and in everything, Verve Coach, we always remember that your path and Big Picture, although our paths may cross or intermingle, is unique to you. And I hope that you find my content valuable in creating your vision and fulfilling your mission. Okay, by way of introducing our main narrative. As I mentioned up front, our theme song for this episode, Field of Gold, is directly about my life's path transition and related journey in search of my heart of heart's treasure, which is also what this story is about. But I will expand on that a little bit later. Looking back, I see that the past 11 to 12 years, from college freshman, non-traditional student, to six years in coaching and training practice, that it has been an absolutely amazing and at the same time mind-boggling journey. I'd like to believe I could do it all again, but yikes, what a lot of hard work. Hard work, but hugely beneficial to myself and everyone I interact with in all aspects of my life and profession. A while before my journey had begun, Before the arrival of the new millennium, as a matter of fact, I began thinking a lot about going back to school. My wife and I talked about it quite a few times, and I was still on the fence in making the decision, even though she told me, four years is going to pass, whether you're in school or not. Very sound advice from my beautiful wife. Finally, after doing IT work for a number of years and coming to be an IT manager, In a mid-sized private law firm, I found the motivation. As I moved in and out of each attorney's office, uh, tending to their technology needs, I repeatedly laid eyes on their Juris Doctorate degrees, proudly mounted on their office wall. I was quite impressed by this and began to think, you know, to be a really great fit here, I should go back to school and get my computer science degree, because I was mostly self-taught right from the beginning, uh, the dawn of desktop technology. I made a snap decision about two weeks before a summer semester started and soon found myself sitting down with a college advisor who was helping me with the application process. I chose CU Denver because that's where I had gone decades before as a theater major, but once my theater classes were completed, I had no appetite for the general studies portion. Did all the directing, acting, lighting, staging, all that good stuff. But the practical stuff? No way, man. So anyway, I thought I would have some transferable credit hours, like maybe in history or composition. Well, I didn't. But my GPA was pretty high back then, so I was accepted into the pre-engineering program for computer science this time. Actually, no one was more surprised than me, by golly by gum. A lot of time had passed since my first experience at CU Denver. I sat back and told myself, Gordy boy, you're not going back to school this time unless you pursue the full university experience. Well, whatever that might look like, I really had no idea at that point. And, of course, I intended to totally dedicate myself to my studies. I'll tell you, I was super hungry to learn once I got there and to take advantage of all aspects of my higher education once more and more things were revealed to me. Me and myself agreed to agree. So there I was, back in my advisor's office, actually registering for classes. I was working full-time so I could only do a couple classes at a time, but being this close to semester start date, the initial math and science classes I needed were either not offered or full. I chose instead to take care of a couple other requirements and revisit the math and the science in fall semester. I ended up taking anthropology and philosophy, and I'll tell you, my outlook toward my education totally changed from pursuing a credential to elevate my value at work having a life-changing experience that would prove to be a super-growing experience and a real journey of discovery, whereby I found my passions and my heart-of-hearts mission, vision, and path. You know, I've always considered my long-lasting marriage to be the single most significant and successful thing I've ever done, and that holds true today. But I have to say that the path I've chosen and traveled over the last 12 years or so is a very close second. But on the flip side, I have to consider that my decade-plus path would not be successful without the marriage to my amazing and beautiful wife and her ongoing support. So there we start to see that spherical thing that has uh, really developed at this point in the Verve Coaching process. I consider that, really, my mission for Verve Coaching and the 11 energies of the Verve began to form during my very first freshman semester in summer of 2009. In anthropology, I studied ancient civilizations and peoples, and that began to bring more openness toward other cultures through amazing historical narratives beginning to see the process of socialization going way back in time. And the process of socialization in human beings has become a major area of concern in my professional work, especially within bias management, implicit bias, leadership and teamwork themes and topics. Along with anthropology, I was also taking my first philosophy class with an incredible professor, who really was a treasure trove of concepts and ideas that motivated me to think in the larger picture, really for the first time in my life to that depth. Things like, what are my values? What and who do I wish to be in this life? How have I been treating other people as well as myself? Environmentally, what values do I represent? Am I a responsible and good person toward mama nature? and mother earth? Am I a good custodian of mama nature and mother earth? And do I respect my place within all of this?
1: You are listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios.
0: Two very important things have got to be marked about my sophomore philosophy class. One, the professor gave me a book entitled The Paradoxical Commandments, by Kent M. Keith, and two, we studied Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Based on the Covey work, we were instructed to write a personal mission statement, mine's dated July 28, 2009, that would guide us throughout our lives. Now, it could be tweaked a little bit, but the idea was to be as on track as possible. No small task, I'll tell you what, but I was super bent on doing my very best in digging in, trying to define what I'm truly about. I've been able to stick thus far to my covey mission statement drafted in summer of 2009, and although I have written a much more concise one for the Verve coaching practice and entity, and I coach others in writing mission statements that are much more concise, but even so... My current mission statement is lifted from my original writing as a college freshman. The 11 energies of the verb concept couples my original mission statement with the notion of the paradoxical commandments, which are ten foundational guidelines to the positive. The power of the 11 energies of the verb come from the very cosmos into practical application, within our everyday lives. As a matter of fact, my next episode is all about the creation of my methodologies, surrounding philosophies, and a good bit on how we all have universal creative energies built into us that can always help bring about personal positivity and performance of best self. We just have to nurture them on up and take advantage of them. At the same time I was beginning school, little known to me, my career as an IT manager was coming to an abrupt close. As I began my search for my true self and strongly defining my core values, something happened at the law firm that caused me to begin questioning whether or not my values aligned with the firm's. As it happened right around the start of fall semester at school, and without going into a lot of detail here, I was ordered at work to purchase and deploy some improperly licensed software across desktop workstations in the network. Well, I was totally bound by the ethics and applicable licensing laws, just as any professional has ethical guidelines to operate within, just as a professional coach and trainer, I have ethical guidelines as well. I refused to install that software, And suddenly, I was no longer a trusted teammate. I ended up making the purchase, but would not install it. I actually ended up leaving the firm in protest, and the commitment to my life's new transition and ensuing journey had begun. Also, just before I left the firm, my cousin, who was like a brother to me, passed away from a horrible accident that took him from his wife and small children as they say, in the prime of his life. On that day, multiple calls were coming into my cell phone from another cousin's number, but I was so obsessed and tunnel visioned with my IT job and the surrounding stressors, I didn't answer the calls until after 5 o'clock p.m., and then received the devastating news. It brought me literally to my knees in grief. I had no choice after that but to really question my priorities. This became a time of great confusion and soul-searching for me. With no job, huge financial overhead, and many home responsibilities, but a dream in my mind and a song in my heart, I launched into my first sophomore semester in college and my first public speaking class. The assignment for the day I would unknowingly leave my job was to bring three things that describe our identity and present a 10-minute speech on how the items relate to who we are. I chose my wedding ring for one, which I call the ring of powwow. I chose my red converse high tops because I have worn chucks since I was a little kid. Not the same pair, of course, but I think my collection's up to about 36 pairs now of different types of high-tops colors and such. And for the third one, I cleverly chose my acoustic guitar because, not being a public speaker yet, I needed something to hide behind. I had been in bands and had that guitar in front of me on stage. Very much a comfort zone. But then I needed, like, a better excuse to have a guitar hanging around my neck so I thought why don't I incorporate one of my songs into the speech I'll speak a little bit strum a little bit speak a little bit and etc like that I ended up choosing a song called culture clash that appeared on the beautiful people album and the lyrics turned out to be totally applicable to what I was experiencing that day here's a little sample of those lyrics for you Golden are my dreams as I travel along, looking back to help me move on. And what I plan to do, I'm telling you, is much easier said than done. But what's this all have to do with fun? Another lyric in the chorus said, holding fast to all that I live for. Very apropos. And as it turned out, in response to the lyrical question, this all has had a lot to do with fun, a lot of serious and down and dirty and such, but a lot of fun, even up through my last episode of this podcast series titled, It's Okay to Have Fun. Anywho, I really began to see how dots can connect and patterns and pathways can be revealed and even created. I also began to really see how my Mexican heritage had socialized me and impacted who I am. I did heavy studies in identity and conflicting identity facets, kind of going in line with the name of the song, Culture Clash, that I had used in my first public speaking class in that first speech. Oh yeah! Cosmic connections, folks! Connect the dots, that's what I do. Culture Clash was written a long time before I used it in that speech. Hmm, somewhat of a prophetic piece, it would seem. After a semester of general and prerequisite courses, along with algebra and chemistry, I began to rethink my motives and purposes for pursuing this higher education. Pretty soon, I flipped out of pre-engineering to communications with emphasis in topics like social justice and equity, diversity and inclusion, identity, and health and family communication. I also took on a minor in ethnic studies. What a grand combo this would turn out to be, folks. Along with my studies, there were so many opportunities for self-growth, leadership development, networking, teamwork development, and there was a lot of support from fellow students, faculty, staff, and even administrators. But don't get me wrong, it's still taking huge personal and financial investment on me and my wife's part as well to really make things cook along at the rate that they're cooking along now. I ended up being elected student government president by a landslide, I was initially asked to run by a fellow student and was elected primarily by my much younger peers, which was totally awesome. I actually ran on a platform of diversity and inclusion and breaking down silos between students, departments, and colleges within the university. What a great experience. I had set the goal early on of making college a full and rich experience, and for me, that was certainly a crowning achievement. During my time at the university, I also served as a peer mentor to domestic and international students and gained a mentoring certification for my work as a student mentor. What an amazing experience working with and for all kinds of different students. Another really cool activity and committee that I served on was the dance marathon committee, the Lynxathon. So I don't know if you're familiar with dance marathons, but they started, I don't even know, maybe in the 1920s or 1930s. And there would be couples and they would have a number on their back, a team number. So each of the couple would have the same team number on their back and a live orchestra and they would dance and dance and dance until the last couple was standing and they were the winners. So took a toll on the dancers and on the orchestras. But now of course we have DJs and all kinds of stuff to help out with the orchestra side of it, but still the idea to dance as long as possible. With the Lynxathon at first we just set a time six, eight hours, and we had various activities and togetherness things and wonderful and emotional closings to each of the marathons I was involved in three of them we worked with children's hospital who runs a large network of college dance marathons and from that i really got a taste of volunteerism along with the dance marathon um we had other opportunities to come into children's hospital and volunteer with kids and families but the experiences took me into working with other great nonprofits on a voluntary basis, which really helped my personal and professional growth. Uh, Amazing nonprofits like the Women's Bean Project that serves formerly incarcerated women. The Colorado I Have a Dream Foundation, working with students as a mentor and a tutor, getting them through high school, at least uh, doing my part to help them. Uh, Junior Achievement Financial Avenue a really cool setup inside American Furniture Warehouse, and I helped young students learn more about life's financial challenges and even victories. I also ended up volunteering in my local community garden as well. In my senior year, I kind of came back around to where I began, not strictly with anthropology like that very first class I took, but using that first college experience in anthropology to do an independent study project on the development of Southwestern culture for my ethnic studies minor. Who could have guessed in that summer 2009 how one day down the road all those dots would connect in the big picture? Wow, what an amazing experience that independent study project was. In addition to a lot of great research, I was able to meet and interview the renowned anthropologist specializing in Southwestern culture, Marianne Stoller. She's also a professor emeritus at Colorado College. Wonderful experience and narratives from her. We had a great time together discussing the topic of Southwestern cultural development for more than a few hours And you cannot buy that kind of experience, folks. You know, it is such a diverse world, and there are so many folks with great personal narratives out there. It's really worth it to be open to listening and absorbing the myriad life's lessons that can be learned through them. I always like to remember that there is power in diversity, not weakness. And again, folks, I don't share these experiences with you to be Johnny Cool Guy, but because they help support the big-picture messaging of this podcast series through real-life examples.
1: You are listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios.
0: For me, college was a life-changing experience, whereby I could really dig in and get a grasp on who I am for real and who I really am wish to be. Things surely didn't go like this for me in high school or in any of the three other times I started college. I got to be honest with you here. I had a pretty nice IT career throughout the process of that career and I honestly enjoyed much of it if not most of it but I'm certainly comfortable these days admitting that I've had some false starts as well as various follies and foibles in certain areas of the past, but it seemed that I had finally found my true calling. It wasn't just the academics that greatly appealed to me, but also the other activities and dynamics like leadership and teamwork training and networking opportunities. There were social events like going to the amusement park with student government members after I had come into office. There were a number of mixer type events, from sit down dinners to casual events with games and even Xbox dance competitions. And this all really gave me a sense of belonging, and I truly felt supported in my endeavors, especially being just a bit older than typical college students. A lot of students were very kind and very respectful. And I gotta say, the school is very kind in saying, non-traditional student for those of us who are a couple days older than some other students. I did make it through in four years with summa cum laude honors in communication and an ethnic studies minor and have continued on the path that I started in that first freshman semester in 2009 when I came in as a young fresh-faced kind of upstart ready to change the world. Some folks say that you cannot change the world, so don't even try. Their words, not mine. I think we can all name some folks through history that did change the world. But like myself, I also believe we can all promote positive change through the way we approach and live our lives. Always growing from within to without, knowing who we are, and abiding our positive values and virtues. As we like to say here at VCG Media, the better we can come to know our own identity and its ever-shifting facets, the better adjusted and content we become in our lives and in society, and we become more open to accepting the identity of others. Through this, we bring a greater sense of harmony to our groups, organizations, and importantly, our institutions, driven by greater harmony from within ourselves. And if you want to see more about where my ongoing path has led me and continues to lead me, please visit my website at www.vervecoach.com. And before we move on, in a way of closing out this main narrative in the broadcast today, I made mention a little bit ago of my Covey-esque personal mission statement. And I just want to share the closing line of that mission statement as we close out this segment of the show. And I believe this to be more true than ever. It goes like this. I will look back at the end and say, I lived it well. Okay, moving right along. So, as always, I'm going to take a minute or two to relate the show's stories, examples, and ideas to the 11 energies of the Verve. I usually grab a small handful of the 11 energies and briefly draw some main and pertinent connections. And there's also a little bit of color psychology I get into, and it's applied in a very low-key way. But this time, I'm just going to relate all of the 11 energies of the Verve together in this big picture, because this is all what grew from the life's path transition and through shattering barriers. Okay, the 11 energies of the verve. Passion, enthusiasm, compassion, openness, sincerity, truth, self-value, forgiveness, sparkle, courage, which encompasses the first nine energies but really applies heavily to energy number 11, love, the overarching energy. It takes huge amounts of courage to love and to admit that you do love because you wish to. This is the spherical nature of the 11 energies of the verve as they offer tools to navigate an open and inclusive life from all angles approaches and perspectives when you take these energies individually it is an amazing group but when you really work them together it's an unstoppable mix in creating and maintaining a super empowered big picture you big picture me and big picture us And I do so enjoy connecting the 11 energies with the content we discuss in each episode. I believe it really helps listeners get a solid grasp of how the 11 energies of the verve are applicable to our everyday life, circumstances, and situations. As always with the vervish lifestyle, the work happens from within to without. And the 11 energies of the verve are there for you as foundational values and guidelines. When we reach a certain level of personal positivity and performance of best self, as we say here at uh, Verve Coach Gordon, then we can be pretty self-assured that we have a system of behavior in place that allows us to confront and overcome challenge by positive means. Super important. This starts within the individual and in turn, is brought outward to our groups, organizations, and as I said, really importantly, to our institutions. Just creating greater harmony across the board. So go ahead on out to my website there and grab the energy revelation tool. It's just a kind of fun and interesting gauge of where you stand in navigating and managing the 11 energies www.vervecoach.com. Click the menu item 11 energies, go about a quarter of the way down the page, click the link to the energy revelation tool, and you will be taken there. It's also included in the book. A primary function of this podcast series is to educate one another and to share our knowledge and experience. So please reach out to me at gordon at Let's get some conversations started, some fun, some difficult, but all engaging and respectful. And I mention the 11 energies of the verb from time to time and relate them to certain subject content and discussion. It's important to remember that these are simply foundational values, guidelines, and signposts. You can learn more about the 11 energies at www.vervecoach.com under the 11 energies menu item. And I'm going to be devoting entire episodes to each value or energy, and I'll cover how they connect to each other and all that kind of stuff. So we can kind of bring this circle around in some areas before we move forward with more episodes. And so we'll just be connecting dots on our shared path of personal positivity and performance of best self. I have some exciting, empowering and informative recent articles available If you are a LinkedIn connection with me, you can get to them through my profile. If not, reach out. Let's get connected. I'll send you a nice note and we'll go from there. There are also links to all of my articles on my website under the media menu item. 11 Energies of the Verve, The Journey of Personal Positivity and Performance of Best Self, the book, available through Amazon. You can just search on Amazon, 11 Energies of the Verve. Be sure to get the second issue with the 11 graphic on the front and not the one with the sun in the hand. That should be out of print. It's a sweet work with a lot of self-awareness, wellness, and motivational content. Some cool and dynamic photos and graphics, as well as some suggested wellness activities and routines based on my own practices. Still a fun and quick read audiobook will be out in the coming year and i just wanted to remind folks i hadn't spoken about this before but the verve coach gordon practice holds two free annual family-friendly community events as a way of giving back and these are upcoming for the end of 2020 and into 2021 first one is the sugar skull fiesta where we decorate sugar skulls, and we're kind of honoring Day of the Dead and Halloween at the same time. A little celebration. We supply the sugar skulls and the decorating materials and some free Mexican candy and goodies. And folks that come in just have to supply themselves and the fun. Second event, which just passed this summer, Ice Cream Sunday. For 2020, it was at the Butterfly Pavilion in Westminster, Colorado. And it's right next to the Westminster Greenbelt and Park area. We've got uh, shaded picnic tables up there. Yard games were featured. We had free souvenir bags, free water, and of course, free classic ice cream treats. And a wonderful acoustic concert with interactive stuff for the kids. And this was all in the uh, amphitheater and surrounding grounds In the Butterfly Pavilion's Grand Gardens. Comments, concerns, questions, issues, suggestions for interviews, or ideas for future programs can be sent to info at vervecoach.com. Next time on episode nine, we're going to feature the origins, concepts, and dynamics of the 11 energies of the Verve. And this will cover pretty much all the connections from the beginning into inception through practical application. It's going to provide great foundational information, and it's really going to rock. And it's going to follow up directly on this episode that introduced uh, the origins of my current journey. So listen in, see how it's all connected, and we'll move forward together connecting those dots for a great big picture you. Big Picture Me and Big Picture Us. Okay, our theme music. As I mentioned before, the song is called Field of Gold. It's an original from the album Beautiful People. And that album is just a celebration of humanity. And the title track is available on Spotify and Apple Music. The full remastered album will be out there soon. Beautiful People is also the center of an educational workshop that I provide. So... Get with me and see how we can adapt that to your group or organization or school. And Field of Gold Story is set in terms of searching for my field of gold or my heart of hearts treasure. And as the most excellent author, Paulo Coelho, and I stumble on that a little bit. It is spelled Paulo Coelho, it looks like, but I looked up the pronunciation Paulo Coelho points out in his amazing book, The Alchemist, and The Alchemist is a beautiful work. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Anyway, he implies that you might find your treasure right back where you started your search, which in my case is indeed true. The song Field of Gold is an Appalachian kind of Americana song and tells the story of creating and traveling the personal and professional path, which is now one consolidated big picture me path. And Verve Coaching can do this for you too, folks. The path that I have been on for over a decade. The song creates a great panoramic view from the mountains to the ocean, back home again, and all points in between. The style for Field of Gold was inspired by a traveling Americana musician on his way to cut an album. He was hitchhiking from the East Coast through Denver to the West Coast where the recording studio was. It was the morning after I left that final IT gig as an IT manager in a law firm and was just beginning my journey. I was so impressed by this fellow's dedication and spirit, I applied the model to pursuit of my new mission and vision. Field of Gold is in tribute to this man as well, but I've never been able to reach him again or locate him after that day. Another part of the book The Alchemist that I mentioned is about identifying and reading omens. Are some people sent our way for a special purpose? Are our energies already mixing before we even encounter one another? Interesting questions to be sure, And super interesting when applied to the big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. There was another connection to my big picture that day as my wife and I picked up the musician Hitcher and his guitar in what my family refers to now as the old neighborhood. This is where my mom's family first came up back in the day. It's the neighborhood where my grandfather started one of the most successful Mexican food businesses in Denver history. It was also about two blocks from the house I was born into. Now, this area is primarily considered a marginalized neighborhood. The neighborhood's dynamics, though, have been a huge influence in my life and professional mission and vision. That day was very important and super pivotal. The song Field of Gold will play us out after the broadcast in its entirety for your listening pleasure. Don't forget to check out SoundCloud.com where the song Countdown for Courage is. It's a real fun little song where the children sing along, and it's just about building up greater amounts of courage as we face our everyday challenges. Also, a new song out there. Well, it's actually an old song, but a new version of it is the chupacabra song and it's just a fun little thing uh, to sing along with and bounce around to um, intended as big fun for everybody now there's a little business I must take care of before we hear our theme song in its entirety
1: you are listening to big picture you podcast series from VCG Studios
0: all content text and music is copyright verve coach Gordon unless otherwise cited. And in closing out this episode of the podcast series, Big Picture You, Episode 8, Shattering Boundaries and Breaking Down Barriers, A Super Challenging Life and Career Transition, I must say this, folks. I cannot implore of you enough. Go out and find your field of gold. Wherever you find it, it will be well worth the journey. And as with everything vervish, the journey is about your path and no one else's. But I do guarantee this. Once you have a firm grasp on your true path, you and everyone you interact with will benefit. Remember, kindness is beautiful, both toward others and yourself, in creating an amazing and empowering big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us.
1: kind of new, but that reflection brought me home again, where I lay my eyes on you, and well, I, I struck out for the ocean, and I, I swam the currents cold, searching for my treasure, and I saw my fields of My field was laced with love. We're growing every moment by that living sun up above. By that living sun up above. Now, gold is like a mirror, but that face in there is kind. That reflection brought me home again, where I lay my eyes on you. Where I lay my eyes on you. Da 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 Tra ta da ta da ta 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 da ta Now I'm, I'm sitting by the fire and I'm working on this song Reflecting on my treasure And I'll be right here till time is gone